What up, everybody? I just want to say real quick, um, my Chad Gray video on my YouTube channel, Punch in the Mouth TV, P-I-T-M TV, has officially dropped. Go check it out. I will be updating that more frequently. I'm getting better with this video software. I'm not the best at it, but I'm getting better. Um, remember, follow me on Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore P-I-T-M. And you could, if you listen to this whole episode, you're going to hear me react to Bo Nickel's Contender Series fight. So keep a year out for that. You know how it's keep an eye out, but since there's nothing to see, you can only hear this. Keep an ear out. All right, guys. Peace. Have a good day and have a good week. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Deuces. everybody welcome back to the show i'm adrian i hope everybody's had a good weekend and we're gonna have a good week by the time you hear this the contender series would have already filmed but i gotta tell you something if you didn't watch this week's contender series please watch it bone nickel fought i don't know the results because i believe it hasn't happened yet watching them go see if it hasn't happened yet please check it out it's really good you know, Paul Nickel is a very decorated wrestler. He even did a jiu-jitsu match with Gordon Ryan just because he felt like it. So, go check that out. See what that's about. But other than that, we're going to talk about PFL that I forgot to talk about last week. I'm sorry, PFL. You know I love you, but I just forgot to speak about it. And then we're going to talk about Bellator this upcoming week. And then, of course, we're going to talk about UFC. That happened last week, and... The, the fight's coming up this week. The big announcement of Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira for UFC 281. And we're going to see what's going to happen there. Alright, let's get into it real fast. Okay, so let me look up the Contender Series. And then we could get on. We could go on from there. Let's see. Live results. It's still going on because Jamal Pugliese has testified. Pablo Hanato Jr. and then Bo Nichols fighting Zachary Borrego. So it's still going on. Let me see. I'm going to put my volume all the way down and we should sign into ESPN to, um, to um, see how this fight's going. We should do that. We won't be able to hear it, but we'll kind of have a live fight companion. Is that cool? Okay. This is kind of off the cuff. I didn't expect to do this, but it is the end. Sorry, I'm singing. I forget people can hear me. Talking about that, I did a reaction video for the new Ice Nine Kills video, music video, the shower scene. Should be out in the coming days. And the Chad Gray video is out. If you haven't checked that out, go to Punch in the Mouth TV, P-I-T-M TV. You can type that in on YouTube. Would really appreciate you checking that out. And you can like, comment, subscribing. MMA videos will be coming. I'm going to do a video on AJ McKee's rant. 
And then I'm going to do a video about Nick Diaz. But, but right now we got this. Here we go. I was having a hard time finding it. So Renato Jr. is finding who got Aguez right now. Aguez. They're in round three, so Bo Nickel should be fighting very soon. In the meantime, let's talk about some PFL. Debray again defeats Anthony Perez Omari. Akimarov defeats Josh Silveria. Oliver Obermissier defeats Alex Martinez. And Rob Wilkinson defeats Delian Monti. This Rob Wilkinson versus Delian Monti, like, i never seen this before. I guess people had to be taken to the hospital so they didn't have ambulances on site. So I had the fighters standing around for, I want to say, between a minute to five minutes. Saying, oh, you have to wait because there's no ambulance on site. That was nuts to me. How do you not have enough ambulances? Um, That's just crazy, man. Um, Rob Wilkinson advances to the light heavyweight final. Obir Mirstier defeats Alex Martinez. He's going to the lightweight final. Mario Akamedo. Defeat Josh Silveria, Conan Silveria's son. He was uh, originally supposed to fight Shoe Face, but Shoe Face got hurt. Decision unanimous. But now they fight each other. Rob Wilkinson and Omari Akimedov. And then Steve Ray again defeats Anthony Pettis. 30-28, 29-28. I don't know, 29-28 across the board. Like, what's up with Anthony Pettis, right? Like, the first fight we see him, like, a world beat. That Anthony Pettis, nobody could beat. That's Anthony Pettis that beat Benson Henderson with ease. But then this Anthony Pettis shows up, like, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. And I believe he's a free agent now because this was, I guess he signed a two-year deal with PFL. So we'll see what happens there. So now, all the way at Orbe Mercier will fight Steve Ray. And they're all going to fight on the day after Thanksgiving, which I want to say is November 26th. Hold on, let's look this up. So they're fighting November 25th because Thanksgiving Day is November 24th. So they're fighting what I like to call Thanksgiving Friday. So we'll see what happens there. So they have until now, for from now to November 24th, to think about this pay-per-view thing. Back out now. Back out now, the pay-per-views aren't doing good. I'm pretty sure this last pay-per-view tanked for the UFC. Let's move on to PFL 8 this upcoming Friday. Now, if you're a fan of PFL, they're going to be in Cardiff. You like that, bro? Cardiff. Not good drift, Cardiff. Okay, bro? Come at me, bro. What? You're still going to say something. Oh, I like the way you butchered all those names, but you got that one and you sounded confident. Like, I could say something else, but. I'd be too mean for no reason. But anyway, Ryan McDonald will take on Magomed Omotilov. Ante DeLeo will take on Hendon Ferreira. Dennis Gulstop will take on Mateos Sheffield. Saudu Sai will take on Carlos Leal. And then, no, Bruno Capiloso was supposed to fight Hendon Ferreira, but he got hurt, so that's why Ante DeLeo is in. Man, that makes me sad. But okay, they're in Europe. So, on the West Coast, this is going to be at midday. And on the East Coast, it's going to be at 3 p.m. If you want to watch it, plan accordingly. This is it for, like, Roy McDonald has a similar problem to what I see Anthony Pettis have. They look good in their one of their fights, but then in the other ones, it's like, uh, whatever. Like, what do you mean, uh, whatever? No, you have to win these four fights. 
Especially this one, you want that $1 million in the belt. You know what I'm saying? So it should be good. Again, I'm really interested when they're going to announce what they're going to do with this Champions Night. And I, I bet you would assume they would announce it next Saturday, right? On the 20th when the final playoff event is. But I guarantee you we're not going to hear about it t- somewhere between October, maybe early November. You know what I mean? So it's just a wait and see game. I'm really curious how that's going to work. Super curious. Bellator 285. Oh no, 284. Liam Gracie will take on Goichi Yamauchi. Valentin Modoski will take on Steve Mori. Alimale McFarlane will take on Bruna Ellen. Said Soma will take on Gokan Sarikam. Austin Vanderford will take on Aaron Jeffrey. So, what a crazy fight card, man. I'm really looking forward to Austin Vanderford's fight. I'm always looking forward to Elimelay McFarland's fight. Valentin Moldovsky, I'm not sold on him, but he's one of Fedor's boys, so I'll be watching. And Liam Gracie versus Goichi Yamauchi. That's a grapplers match right there. So that's this Friday, August 12th. And then Bellator will be back on September 23rd with Henderson versus Queeley in the main event and Yoel Romero versus Melvin Manhoff. And the co-main, and then Brett Johns versus James Gallagher, Matt Burnell versus Pedro Cavallo, and Liam McCor versus Diana Silva. And then, on October 1st, Bellator returns to Southern California, specifically Long Beach, where in the main event you have Pitbull fighting Adam Borix, in the co-main you have AJ McKee versus Spike Cartiel. Aaron Pico versus Jeremy Kennedy, Juan Archuleta versus Enrique Barzula. That's a good fight right there. Um, somebody, somebody dropped the. Ball. It was either on accident or on purpose. I guarantee you they wanted to do AJ versus Pitbull three, but I believe one or two things happened. Somebody said no. Whether it was Pitbull because AJ says he was never asked for the fight, or the organization. The reason I say the organization is because. As far as I know, AJ was trapped in the Champions Clause, and I believe he hasn't signed a new deal. And if he wins this fight, I'm, I think he's a free agent. So, I mean, it's kind of fishy, right? They're fighting in AJ's hometown, but yet he's not the main event against a guy he's fought twice. Like, come on, man. Somebody did him dirty, and I don't, I've been trying to get information about it, and nobody's talking to me. So, we'll see what happens, man. It's a crazy fight. I don't know if I'm going to be there live, though, but I'll try. So let's move on to the UFC, man. This past weekend, the Ultimate Fighter finale, Jamal Hill defeated Thiago Santos. Jeff Neal will be looking like a world beater, defeating Vicente Luque. Mohamed Usman defeats Zach Pauga. Juliana Miller, Freaks Don't Sleep, defeats Morgan Walker Sanchez. Sergey Spivak defeats Augusto Sakai. Terrence McKenney beats Eric Gonzalez. Michelle Olsa Junik defeats Sam Alvey. Brian Battle defeats Takashi Sato. Corey McKenna defeats Miranda Granger. Maria Bueno Silva defeats Stephanie Egger. This Maria Bueno Silva fight, it was crazy because she tapped and Maria Bueno Silva let go. And unlike Michelle Watterson, when Michelle Watterson's like, yeah, I tapped. I guess there was controversy there, so I don't know, man. Don't let go until the ref pulls you off, I guess. 
But Terrence McKenney, is that guy in the rankings? Please be in the rankings. He's not. But you know what they're saying? That he, him and Patty the Betty are on a collision course? I don't disagree, but I believe these guys are too big of stars to have them fight right now. They're going to wait for them to get more um, name value, you know. So we'll see what happens there. Sorry, I was checking on the um the contender series, I guess. But Nico is about to start fighting. Um, Sergey Spivak versus Augusto Sakai. Give him a ranked opponent. Um, that guy's a, the real deal, man. Um, Juliana Miller versus Borgen Walker Sanchez. Juliana Miller, it's the real deal, man. She trains with Team Hurricane. Then Planet Jiu-Jitsu San Diego. They got, a, they got a good team out there. I mean, think about it. They coach Liz. I know Liz is no longer with them, but she, they were with Liz for her UFC title fight. They were with her up until her last fight. And the only reason I heard that she left Team Hurricane is because Lima Lay McFarlane also trains there, but they're all still good friends from what I hear. So Juliana Miller defeats Borgen Walker Sanchez. Mohamed Usman defeats Zach Pauga. He caught him, man. And I was very critical of Usman throughout the whole thing. I won't say why, but if you know, you know. But he caught him. I got to respect that. So we'll see what these two human beings could do in the UFC. Jeff Neal looking like a world beater defeats Vicente Luque. I'm going to tell you guys something and people are going to get upset. If this Jeb Neal shows up all the time, top three easy can be a world champion. If this Jeff Neal shows up. I mean, this guy, he knocked Vicente out cold. How old is Vicente? Vicente's 30, so it's not like he's past his prime. How old is Jeff? He's 31. Jeff, he's getting started, man. See where he's at at the rankings at the moment. Kobe, Leon, Hamza, Gilbert, Bula, Steven Thompson. So Jeff Neal's number eight. Bula is going to fight Sean Brady. I don't know, man. Have him rematch. Steve. If this Jeff Neal shows up to fight Steven Thompson, Steven could be in trouble. But Sean, I was going to say Sean Brady. Jeff was smart. He called out Gilbert. And the rumor is that Gilbert is waiting on a fight with Jorge. But we shall see what happens, man. We shall see what happens. Well, Nico is about to fight. They're, they're showing his video package right now. So that should be interesting. Main event. Jamal Hill versus Thiago Santos. I mean, this guy's a problem. This Jamal Hill guy. People are saying Santos isn't the same. Dude, I don't care. Jamal Hill's a problem. He knocked. He stopped Santos. I, I can't remember. I don't think he knocked him out. But I know he stopped him. Like, so don't come at me. Whoa, whoa. Thiago Santos isn't the same. That was who was in front of him, so don't give me that, please. What ranking is Jamal Hill? Jamal Hill's number six. Anthony Smith and Alexander Rackage, as far as I know, they're hurt. See, because this is weird. So, Yuri wants to fight Glover. Jan wants to fight Yuri. So, the only thing for you to do is give him Akilayev. Because unless Magomed Akilayev can get a fight with Jan Blakovich. Because I do believe they're going to end up doing that Glover-Yiri fight next. So if I was Jamal Hill, I'd shoot for a fight with Magomed Akilayev or Jan Blakovich. I know he wants to fight Yiri next, but you're number six, bro. You're not technically even in the top five. So if you get a win in, over somebody in the top five, you strengthen your case. 
for Tiago Santos, I honestly want to see him fight Dominic Reyes. I've been calling for that fight. Like, come on, man. What, what are we doing here? Oh. All right, moving on. UFC San Diego. Marlon Barrow will take on Dominic Cruz. Nate Lewinger will take on David Onama. Devin Clark will take on Asma Mukhazakhanov. Cynthia Calvillo will take on Nina Nunes. Gerald Mearshart will take on Bruno Silva. Yasmin Wari Guy will take on Lasmin Lucindo. Angela Hill is going to take on Lupita Godinez. That's going to be a good fight. Martin Boudet will take on Aska Brizik Sky. Gabriel Benitez will take on Charlie Monteros. Yusef Zala will take on Demon Blackshear. And Odie Osborne will take on Tyson Nam. Okay. Angela Hill versus Lupita Godinez. You gotta watch that one. This is gonna be a good fight. Hero Mearshart, it's always a good fight. Gente Calvillo versus Nina Nunez, good fight. Nate Lawinger versus David Onama. Onama? Onama. There it is. He's gonna give me a hard time. You butchered those names again. Fuck you, bro. How about that? And I'm not saying that to be mean. He just gives me a hard time about it. So here we go. I like Nate the Train, but I want to talk about this main event. If there's anything I learned in the last Marlon Vera fight, it doesn't matter how many times you land on him. If he lands on you, he's going to hurt you, and the judges are going to see that, and that's what's going to win him the fight. Oh, and, and they announced Ariane Lipsky will take on Priscilla Cachoria at this event because Ariane Lipsky wasn't feeling too well. She was supposed to fight last weekend, but it didn't happen because of some weight issues. So. Let's see, hold on. Before we talk about this, let's go see what's happening in Dana White's Contender Series. Okay, Bonico is 26. That's Borrego is 27. Ooh, Mike Beltran. Okay, here we go. Wait, wait. So pause, pause. Oh, Bonico with the takedown right away. Ooh, it's grounding pound. He trains at ATT for people that don't know, so he'd be training with... He's got, he's got the neck. Is he going to go for a guillotine? He just dragged him down. Going for the guillotine. Going for the guillotine. He got the back. RNC choke. Okay, now they're stuck in, like, against the cage. Bo has his back, but he doesn't have the hooks in. This Borrego guy is, like, on his knees. He's got the choke. It's not under the chin, but it's tight. It's like, oh, he got him. He tapped. Bo Nickel, first round, 350-something. I would be surprised if he doesn't get the contract. I believe he didn't get punch one. You know what, this guy can be um, what Ben Askren was supposed to be, just with lethal ground and pound, you know? Because Ben Askren would be grapple heavy, like his ground and pound wasn't that well. Ben Askren did good. People people, people only remember his fights with Jake Paul. Dang, this dude went for a flying knee. Both saw it, went, okay, here we go. And then just took him down and went through him like a knife with hot knife on butter, man. Okay, now... I don't know how long we have to wait to see Dana announce the winners, but I would I would be surprised if Bo was not a winner. So Marlon Vera versus Dominic Cruz. As I was saying, if anything has shown me, if history has shown me anything, if Marlon Vera lands on you, you get rocked. It doesn't matter how much you land on him because um, Rob Fong was piecing Vera up. He wasn't doing as much damage as Marlon, but he was piecing him up. And the stat counts even showed that. So Dominic's going to have to move on his feet and 
be elusive. And like it made me laugh because I was on Twitter the other day and some guy put up a graphic of, of saying that Marlin in the past X amount of years went like, let me see if I can find it. I know who put it up too, so I'll probably be able to find it. Hold on. Oh, wrong thing. Wrong thing. Um, Jedi Goodman, he put up this graph. I don't agree with it at all. Let's see. Well, I'm supposedly Tyson Fury's coming back and he switched trainers again. Why does my phone keep going off? I don't know where I saw this, but it was on this guy's page. He might have took it down because I don't know if it rubbed people the wrong way. Definitely rubbed me the wrong way, but okay, I can't find it, but I'm, I'm, he might have taken it down because it was rubbing people the wrong way, maybe. Because he put that in the past X amount of years, Cruz was 2-2. Two and two. And Cheeto Vera was like 12 and 5 in the UFC. But like, that's a horrible statement to make because we all know Dominic had horrible knees. He had like a plague of injuries. So I'm like, what are you doing here, man? And I even commented, I'm like, you you omitted the fact that Dominic played with injuries. Oh, wait, wait, I might find it. I might find it. I'm still looking, guys, because I want to tell you. Factual things, not things that I made up in my mind. Nah, see, this is already too far. That guy must have deleted it. But yeah, it was some some nonsense in my opinion because of the amount of injuries um Dom's had. So going back to the fight, oh let's let's see if they've awarded contract here. Okay, here they go. Here we go. Damn, that dude got messed up. So let's see here. I can't hear what Dana's saying because I don't want to get in trouble. Good Laura Sanko. She's looking around, guessing they awarded a contract. Also, that they go by each winner if he's gonna bring them back or. Dang, I think another. So they've awarded two contracts so far. Okay, I think they've just awarded three contracts, and there's only five fights now. It's the girl, the girl that won the girl fight. I forgot the name. Oh no, now he's talking about Bo Nickel. I'm pretty sure Bo's gonna get it. Wait, ah, uh, I don't think Bo got it. Why did? He's gonna bring them back, I think. So what he does if he then he doesn't give it to them, but he likes them, he brings them back. I'm really surprised he didn't get both contract. Maybe it could be experienced that this is only his second fight in all of MMA. Wow, that was really surprising. I'm surprised, but I think he's gonna bring them back. Okay, let's go back to the fights here. So I believe Mar, I mean Dom's gonna have to stick and move against Marlon. Marlon's gonna catch him early if he wants to win this fight. He has to go up to the legs like Henry did and catch him early. So we'll see what happens. I'm really excited about this. And then the following week, of course, is Usman versus Edwards too. And don't forget, instead of being on Friday that day, PFL is going to be early in the morning. I believe it's going to be the same time zone as the one this Friday where Kayla Harrison will fight in the final playoff day. So we shall see. It's going to be crazy. But there's going to be key for Marlon Vera, right? The, the leg kicks. I believe the leg kicks are going to be key for him. Dominic Cruz's movement is going to be key for him. Really excited, man. Really excited. So Caesar Gracie went on submission radio the other day. And he made, he told them some serious stuff like this. Caesar Gracie claims Diaz fought Robbie Lawler. Okay, hold on. If you guys don't know who Caesar Gracie is, he's the coach of Nick and Nate Diaz, Jake Shields, Gilbert Melendez. I think they're all black belts under him. And so he's the coach of the scrap pack. And he's the manager of Nick Diaz. Let me read that title again. Caesar Gracie claims 
Nick Diaz fought Robbie Lawler in UFC return with two ruptured discs in the neck. According to Cesar Gracie, Nick Diaz was compromised when he made his long awaited return to the octagon. Diaz came back from an almost seven year layoff this past September when he rematched Robbie Lawler at UFC 266. The bout was contested at middleweight, and Lawler was able to exact his revenge and TKO Diaz at the 44 second mark of the third round. And what was an un- unusual fight ending sequence? Lawler dropped Diaz in the opening minute of the third round and called for him to stand up. A bloody Diaz was asked by referee Jason Herzog to get up, but Diaz said no, and the fight was stopped. Diaz unquestionably displayed some rustiness after being away from the cage for years, but his longtime coach Gracie says he also entered the bout with a neck injury, which affected his performance. So Nick, he went into that fight, and his neck was pretty messed up, Gracie told Submission Radio. Robbie's a great, tough fighter and everything, and Nick was doing great, and then you kind of see Nick kind of, just kind of, Fading as the fight wore on. Yeah, the the way they transcribed it word for word, and he was talking kind of weird. I think that guy must have something because in the interview he's like blinking very awkwardly. So, so Nick had an operation very recently here seven weeks ago. So two of the discs that had ruptured in his neck before the fight. So two discs had ruptured in his neck before the fight. So he was having numbness of the hands. That's why he didn't make 170. He fought at 185 is because it was impossible to train. He just didn't have any strength. He didn't have what you're used to. The Nick Diaz, you know, he didn't have it. So we finally were able to go and he got an operation and put the titanium discs in his neck. So he's feeling great from that right now. And it's like we're getting the old Nick Diaz back, which is really good. So now that that's happened... We're waiting for the doctors to get another appointment, I think, next month. And then he should be cleared to start hard training again. Because right now he can only run and hit pads and everything. But he definitely wants to fight. And the UFC, I've been in contact with him. And they just actually called me the other day asking about Nick. There's some pretty cool fight options that are in front of us. That's not all Nick was dealing with before making his return. According to Gracie Diaz, had to fight Lawler in order to pay off his debt to the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Prior to his return, Diaz hadn't competed since in MMA since January 2015. He was defeated by Anderson Silva, a fight that was later ruled a no contest after Diaz tested positive for marijuana and Silva for performance-enhancing drugs. Diaz was later handed a five-year suspension by the NCAA. NAC. I was gonna say NCA. I'm like, what? What people don't know is the commission in Vegas was still demanding their money from. Remember the marijuana test that he didn't pass? Gracie said, right, yeah, okay. So this is new. This is a new thing for you guys, too. Even though it's legal, they said, you still owe us $75,000. That makes sense. You think a debt's going to get cleared? Really? Like an organization like the Nevada State Athletic Commission? I think it was some insane... Uh, wait. Even though it's legal now, they said, you still owe us $75,000. I think it was some insane amount. You know, it was like, what? You still have to pay it? Well, of course you do, Caesar. This was not new to them. Even though it's legal now, when that happened, it wasn't. And we want to, so we gotta. You're gonna have to deduct it from... We're gonna have to deduct... It says you're gonna have to deduct it from your fight purse. And Nick really hadn't signed the best contracts in the world. And so what happened was they said, we'll pay you more money, but you have to fight this fight here. Now, this is very interesting. It says... 
will pay you more money. Who's going to pay you more money? The, the athletic commission is not going to pay you more money. Did the UFC say that? Because I wouldn't be surprised if they said that because they've done it before with Max and Daniel. They said they got million-dollar checks in the mail. And I'm going to tell you guys something. You guys aren't going to like what I'm about to say, but Nick Diaz saved that card. That card did as well as it did because of Nick Diaz. If he wasn't on it, it wouldn't have done that well. Even though Valentina Chevchenko was fighting Lauren Murphy that day. And Alexander Volkanovsky fought Brian Ortega. But let me tell you, if Nick wasn't on that card, it doesn't do as good as it did. You guys can get mad at me. I don't care, but the truth. It was a thing. It was like, if you don't take the fight, you're almost fighting for free. You know, by the time you pay taxes, obviously people know that not a secret. He's had tax issues in the past. He's had to pay the fine, which, you know, it, it was just, you had to do it. It was like, well, Nick, he had his back against the wall. And it was one of those unfortunate things. He had to fight, and that's it. It says Nick Diaz went under underwent neck surgery recently and expects his student to return in much better form in 2023. He looked great in the first round, part of the second, Gracie said, and then you started, you know, I mean... He did better than I thought he was going to do because literally I can tell you Nick's training before the guys, before the guys trained daily like a maniac. He runs triathlons and I would take him to the gym and he would do a little thing and then goes, I can't, I can't. And I never knew what was, I never knew what was that wrong with him. Yeah, that's what it says, you know. So after the fight and everything, we kept looking for what was going on because he passed his pre-fight stuff and finally we got these MRIs on his neck and the doctor said look I cannot believe you just fought you shouldn't be walking and then it goes the UFC did it and then basically saying that the UFC paid for his disc first of all if this neck stuff is true Nick Diaz you a bad motherfucker bro I'm not just saying that because it's my favorite fighter okay I'm saying that because 90% of the UFC roster would have pulled out Khabib would have pulled out so Let's look forward for Nick Diaz 2023. And it makes sense, right? Because we did see Nick all ripped beforehand. And then he shows up to the fight out of shape. Something must have happened there. Two more things and we're out of here. Holocausta parts away with Valid Ishmael now being represented by Girlfriend. In a 13-minute video published on his YouTube channel, Coastal recalls his entire history with Ishmael, making it clear that he does not have any issue with his former manager. I have nothing bad to say about Valid. He's an honest person and very professional. I just have compliments about him, Costa said. We just have different views about my career, and because of that, we decided not to work together anymore. Coastal revealed that his girlfriend, Tamara Alvarez, will serve as his representation going forward. The separation comes about two months after another major loss suffered by Ishmael's agency in June. UFC flyweight champion Davison Figueiredo parted ways with Ishmael after a disagreement over the UFC's decision to create an interim flyweight belt while he recovered from injury. Costa hasn't fought since October when he dropped a five-round verdict to Marvin Vittoria at UFC Fight Night 196. He will face Rockhold at UFC 278 in the co-main event on August 20th in Salt Lake City. Bro, why are you guys doing my boy Valid dirty? Davison left. Now Costa leaves. Like, what? Like, what's going on here? And the last I heard, Paulo had one fight left. I don't know if he signed a new contract. Or if this is his swan song for now with the UFC. We shall see. 
It's a good fight. I'm pretty sure he signed a new contract because the UFC's MO is they'll give you a hard fight on your way out. So I'm assuming he signed a new contract. I will try to get more information on that in the coming days. The final thing I'm going to leave you guys with here is UFC 281 MSG November 12th. The main event will be Israel Adesonia versus Alex Pieda. Now you might tell yourself, well, I already knew that. Well, I talked to their managers. It's a go. It's a go. Just because you saw it on the internet doesn't always make it true, okay? But I'm telling you, I talked to the people in charge of this stuff. It's a go. And it's also rumored that Mike Chandler will fight Dustin Poirier. So we shall see, man. November 12th, it's stacked. So look at this. August 20th, you got Usman versus Edwards. September 10th, you got Chimaya versus Diaz. October 22nd, you got Oliveira versus... Mahashev, and now November 12th, you got Adesonia versus Pijeda. I wonder what December's got in store for us, man. But, okay, closing thoughts time. Let's do this. Santos versus Hill results. Jamal Hill, that guy's coming up. I want to see him fight at least one to two more times before he gets a title shot. PFL results. I don't know, Anthony Pettis. I hope the same thing doesn't happen to Rory McDonald where they look like a world beater in their first fight. And then these next two fights, these next two fights are like whatever. Uh, the PFL Champions Night, each November twenty fifth, right? Yeah, November twenty fifth. Keep your eyes up for announcement with that. I'm I'm still wondering if they're gonna do pay per view. Bellator preview. Um, Liam Gracie versus uh, Goichi Yamauchi. It's a great fight. Liam Lay McFarland's coming back. UFC Cheeto versus Cruz. Crazy fight. Power versus speed, baby. Nick Diaz, 2023. Let's see what he can do. Costa's new manager is his girlfriend. Let's hope she can handle his career in a better way than he felt Valid was. UFC 281. Adesanya versus Pereira is official, but that's it, guys. Thank you. I'll see you later. Deuces.